following was originally broadcast on Northumberland 89.7 FM. For more podcasts and learn more about us, go to northumberland897.ca. And thank you for downloading this podcast. Today we're going to focus on Burnham Family Farm Market. And I'm joined on the line by Katie and Paul Burnham. Tell us a little bit about Burnham Family Farm Market. We've been in business since 1994. My parents actually opened the business then. My dad did the farming and my mom ran the market. It kind of started off small. You're doing some strawberries and apples with the existing orchard here. And then we added a bakery a year or two later, and it just kind of grew from there. Our business focuses on selling our own and other local and Ontario produce. That's our main creed. We really want to promote local eating and supporting your local farmers and things like that. So we only sell produce that's grown in Ontario and try to keep as local as possible. How long have you yourself involved with the business? Um, well, it was sort of a second home for me growing up. started working, well, we go to the Coburg Farmer's Market on Saturdays, and I started working there at a very young age. <laughs> then, you know, in high school, started working in the store itself. After university and working a couple years away from the business, I returned and have sort of been working my way in to, uh, to take over once my parents decide to retire. Paul, what are the changes like that you've seen over the years since 1994 to now? Yeah, it's uh, day and night a difference. We started the existing building that was built back in the 80s. When we initially started, we only used half the building because we didn't have that much produce to put on the floor. So we had a wall down the middle, and then each year we kind of moved that wall back a bit, and we added freezers. And, and then once we got the bakery going, we had to have room for the bakery. So we opened up the existing building to everything. Each year, business kept growing. We started off just buying frozen pies and cooking them and converted to making our own pastry, making our own pie filling, developing a great tea biscuit recipe from my mother. That kind of really solidified the bakery portion. Two years ago, we built a 60 by 60 expansion on the back of the building, expanded the bakery so it's got lots of room to move, and put in more cold storage for apples and vegetables. Pick your own operations always been there. Uh, 2020, it really grew. Quite a, an exciting process. Started as a really small business and is now quite a going concern. I want to ask you, what's it been like for you and Anne to not only grow this business, but then watch as your family grows into it and starts to run it with you and, and then ultimately after you? Yeah, well, we told our children, we said, you know, don't feel you have to come back to farm. The business is here, and should we retire, then we can always sell the business or do whatever. So it's quite gratifying to know that uh, they have the longing to be here, the the roots here, and it's going to be exciting going forward. Up until March 2020, when the shutdown happened, what was a, a typical season like at the market and at the farmer's market in Coburg? So I would say it changed just about everything that we did. Pre-2020, you know, we run a seasonal business because we do only sell Ontario produce. We're open typically from May 1st to December 23rd, and then we take the winter off when there's not a lot of us to sell. And, you know, it's the year starts off a little bit slow. We kind of get into the groove, and then summer hits, and all that beautiful Ontario produce is available. 
and we start going to the farmer's market, and we have our pick-your-own starting in June with strawberries. So the summers are really incredibly busy, and it kind of stays at that level until Thanksgiving or Halloween even, and then it kind of tapers off a bit as the winter weather creeps in. When March 2020 hit, we were closed. We had been flirting with the idea of expanding our season and opening a month earlier, and obviously we put a halt to that. Um, we really had to start thinking about how we were going to run our business in this new environment. We decided we were going to open May 1st as usual, but for the feeling of comfort and safety of our staff and our customers, we decided to do curbside only, which meant that we also had to create an online store, which we had never had before. There was a lot of work that went into basically creating a brand new system for how we were going to operate, and we changed some some things we do with our staffing, like we split up our staff into two separate shifts to make sure there weren't any overlap in case, you know, we did become unfortunate enough to have an infection, then we would have kind of a backup staff that could come in and work. And also just to reduce the number of staff that were in the building at a time. You know, all of the procedures of sanitization and personal protective equipment, all of that had to be put into place as well as creating this online store and the system for curbside pickup and making sure our customers knew how we were going to be operating. And you had to do all of that in about six weeks. Yeah, yeah, we did. Wow. And how was that six weeks? Was it a little stressful? Uh, You could say that. Just a little. Yeah, it was definitely um, a daunting prospect and And we had even, you know, toyed with the idea of pushing the opening date just to see how things were going. But it was so uncertain at that time. We we had no idea how it was going to be and when it was going to be resolved. We had some volunteers as well that really helped us through. Like we had um, one of my sister's boarders is a media marketing expert, Ms. Shannon Thorndike. She volunteered to help us set up our online store. Nice. She put in a lot of hours to help us manage that former employee they were like sewing masks for us because at that time too like all of this personal protective equipment was hard to come by we didn't have all of the supply we have now and it was yeah it was a bit of a scramble just trying to figure out where we were going to source everything and how we were going to do it in a way that was safe may 1st comes along you guys open up in a modified format with curbside only correct Mm mm-hmm so how long did that exist before you were able to open up and allow people back into the market itself? So we did curbside until mid-late June. We pushed as long as possible to stay curbside only because we felt that was the safest way to do business, and we were able to do it for the customers. As time went on, we definitely heard more of our customers you know, asking when we were going to open the store. They were kind of missing that personal experience. As the summer progressed and we had more crops coming in and we had our strawberries starting, it just became clear that we were going to have to open up. And by that time, too, you know, we sort of knew more about the virus and how transmission worked and things like that. So we felt we could open up and do it safely. Now, we kept curbside going as well. And we did that for the whole season because we knew there were still some people that really valued that service and people that were more at risk and things like that. So we wanted to do both, and we were able to do that for the full season. There's another facet to your business that you kindly touched on for a moment there, and that's the, the pick-your-own season starts in June. How did that change? Similar to everything else, you know, you just had to add a few extra precautions. We had to put in measures to make sure that people were picking far enough apart from each other that they weren't within six 
Murphy. We had to sort of change the way we were handling money. We actually accepted credit card and debit. It was a bit more of a stressful year. I think the online store has been the biggest plus for us. Definitely something that we'll probably keep up with. Were you able to keep your staff intact the whole time? We had full staff the whole time. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you guys an opportunity to let the listeners know exactly where they can find you. Uh, We're located at 7760 County Road 2, um, just in between Coburg and Port Hope. We're going to be opening up May 1st for this season, and uh, we'll be doing curbside and in-store shopping. And we're going to be starting Farmer's Market at the beginning of May as well. Uh, You can find us online at www.burnhamfamilyfarmmarket.ca. You can also access our online store through that site as well. I just want to also send a thank you to all of our customers from last year. They really sort of got us through the hard times. If you were doubting that you were doing the right thing, just a few kind words from your customers made you realize that, you know, what you were doing was a value service, and we really appreciate it. Well, I want to thank both you, Katie and Paul, for talking to us today and telling us all about your business. And I'd like to invite the rest of Northumberland County to focus on Burnham Family Farm Market.